Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two Tum Bridges, or TO Triple TB. My name is John, and I play Percival Silverlight. Woo! Remember, you can come say hi to us on all of our social medias on TO Triple TB Podcast, and that's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we don't bite, we're very lovely, and we probably will share pictures of our pets. On this week's episode, we learn of a potential threat, and we walk right into another threat. So it's um, fun. Adventure. Percival Silverlight. We came to Camp Righteous to deliver Undril to the Order of the Gauntlet. But we are too late. All that remains is the ancient towering statue of a man with a crocodile piggybacking on his back. Between the feet of this statue lies a tunnel leading to even more mysteries. We set about finding supplies while Annette, a student from the Temple of Severas, translated a poem scrawled upon the foot of the statue. A poem as mysterious as this temple. Adventure. Annette finishes the story and kind of laughs a little bit to herself. It's odd. I always thought that tale was was something that had recently been thought up by old wives down in the Red Market, but it's here written in Cholt, almost word for word what of what we know in Port Nianzaro, which means the story's far older than Port Nianzaro. Very strange. Religion is strange. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> and I pat her on her shoulder. <laughs> she just gives you a kind of a withering look. <laughs> okay, that is uh, what you get from Annette. Uh, is there anything else you're particularly wanting to do or discuss just now? I think that uh, maybe, maybe we should all discuss this a bit later on. Let's make sure the camp's completely secure. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else. I, I think that that's kind of taken up a fair amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and it was awesome, by the way. So thank, thank you. you. Um, I did I did my best theatrical voice for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh We are now round to actually we're round to Siliqui, according to my order. Um, so Siliqui, you're up. Um, and give me a. Perf- performance role I think for your for your painting you can make it with advantage because you're using paints uh, 14 
and you know don't forget that mm-hmm. art like you know what other people like art and things it's personal taste <laughs> <laughs> so it's abstract it's fine I, sure. not gonna lie, I, didn't, I didn't i didn't put a specially high ac for it so 14 14 will do the trick mm-hmm. um i mean dc anyway but no. get it with a natural 20 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the you've got the symbol ever so slightly off center um no. <laughs> damn you perspective yeah <laughs> You have managed to make a very decent replication of the symbol on... A, what did you say you were cu- uh, doing it on? A piece of wood? Yeah, I scribbled it onto um, just a piece of parchment slightly, so I had the copy down from the necklace. And then mm-hmm. I've um, yeah, painted it uh, with black paint on the uh, piece of wood. And the silver symbol itself, you put it with the, put it with the man in, in, the, in the cloth? Yep. It's back in his hand inside the cloth, right. Okay, Dokes, by this point you also would have, you sort of finish off the last of the cairn, placing the last couple of stones. Um, Do you want to perhaps, uh, not to put ideas into your head, but do you perhaps want to leave the last couple of stones for, say, um, you know, those that want to pay their last respects, perhaps? Absolutely, yeah, we'll leave a a small little pile of, like, say, you know, three, four stones, Mm -hmm. whatever, um, uh, next to the mound. Um, So... Where is everybody? So where is um, Zibby at the moment? I'm trying to... Uh, so Zibby has gone down to the beach. Um, okay. And from what you can see, he's sort of respectfully standing a slight yeah. distance from uh, Undril, but just sort of trying to work out what she's doing. And where's Rana? Uh, Rana has gone off into the bushes. You can probably see his uh, stripe behind just sort of just vanishing into the undergrowth, but he just kind of went off. Um didn't really tell anyone where he was going but seeing as he's a tiger that would have been difficult anyway the fire that uh Andrew was built uh, building was it in the same place where the other fire thing was on here is it there uh yes it is what i can do is if i walk towards where the fire is because that'll still be sort of a bit behind um zibby anyway um and then Siliqui's going to sort of take over a little bit you know basically to help out just start putting a bit more of the wood that Andrew had already got and everything. She, yeah, basically, she's trying to make make up the fire to give her a space, but also kind of you know building the fire and things. You've moved down, and you're now sort of like moving back and forth with the woods, kind of what uh, like what Andrew was doing. Yeah, basically quite near the fire. You know, it's just because I'm assuming Andrew brought um, some wood, but that she hasn't finished doing when she ran over to the boats. Mm-hmm. At this point, Andrew looks up uh, at you, Zibby, and the look on her face is one of excitement, one, in fact, of hope. Mm-hmm. And she she looks to you and just and says, someone escaped. Someone made it out. There were boats here, look. And she points down at the mud. And from where you're standing, you can see that there are scrapes, um, not where you guys have pulled up on your boats, but at least two or three boats appear to have been pulled away from the shore there are little holes that she points out as well where the moorings because you can see that obviously you guys have moored up yours with little wooden pegs similarly the boats that uh, would have been there the little holes for the pegs had been left so it okay. seems as though somebody might have escaped by boat via the river i'm assuming they would actually be people people and not undead because they would have to have the common sense to know how to undead boat party yeah <laughs> 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 well, the thing is, the river is flowing towards the sea, which is um, essentially you guys have been travelling upstream. 
So if the boats had just sort of been released or something, you probably would have seen something on your way to the camp. That's Undral's news. She's essentially, she has worked out that there were boats here. They appear to have been released, you know, purposely, not just by vandalism or something. Mm. Mm. Um, And it seems that, yes, somebody may have escaped by boat. Okay, so I'm going to move right up to her um, and have a look where she's pointing and then Mm -hmm. uh, just say to her, that's great news, love. Uh, when we get out of here, we can go and see if, uh, see if any of them uh, see if any of them survived. No, um, so <laughs> <laughs> we can go and see if any of them left messages for you back at town. Undral is just she's ecstatic. Um, she's just she's glad to know that somebody might be alive from the order, and she gives you a full-on hug. No. That you actually hear that noise from Siliquary from a distance. She's pretending she wasn't watching. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I shot, um, <laughs> I, shot, I hold her by the shoulders and you know, look in her face and say, you know, we we did find somebody who who didn't survive. Um, Siliquary and I we made them a cairn, and uh, Siliquary's just finishing it off now for you. Uh, we thought you might like to see some words. I, yes, I think that would be what they would want. I've asked a big man upstairs to look out for him just in case, but I thought you might like to say some words too. Thank you. Everyone of the Order is a, a son or daughter of Torm. We must make sure that while their deaths might, might be in vain, they are at least not tarnished by time. They, they had Torm's holy symbol clutched in their hands, so I think he might have been a child of Torm. I see. Where was he? Over yonder, where the building fell down. Aye. That's just like the Order. First thing they would build up is a shrine, a proper place of worship. It's a pity that they didn't build any defences. Thank you. Thank you for honouring him. No problem at all. When Siliquis finished, we'll, we'll go over there and we'll say some words. Is there anything in particular you guys want to do before night falls now? Um, we need to put our rain thingies up. You know, mm-hmm. our, um, our rain catcher thingies. Yep. Yeah, yep, we need to do that. Well, it's, there's three points really between now and Siliqui finishing off the marker for the grave. If Zibi and um, Andrew move over here, uh, we'll say a few words over the body of um, her fallen comrade. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, somebody else wants to check this, uh, this big tent over here while we do that. Uh, Siliqui will shout to Percival. Percival! Yes? Um, there, I, I've made a fire for us all. Um, there's one last big tent. Um, will you come and check it with me? Uh, okay, bear, bear with me. Um... Where? And I Where's just... the bear? <laughs> <laughs> Over there. <laughs> not, not yet. And... There isn't. <laughs> no, you um, wait. Bring Annette. Give her on half bring a Annette if you want to. And Annette, um, would you like to come in this tent with me? I think you, you're done here, aren't you? <laughs> Could you uh, come with me? We're all done here, aren't we? You've you've not not got anything else you need to translate right now. Not. Not translating, no, and she glances back into the tunnel, but she's just... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> Time and a place, my dear. But yes, she will come with you to your tent. I mean, to the tent. Um... <laughs> come, my dear. 
So yeah, I'm going to head over to the, the tent with uh, Annette and actually I'm going to motion her to go over and sit by the fire that's hopefully started by now. Annette, you, if you sit there, keep an eye out for us. Uh, we'll go in and check. Is Percival going to use his um, rapier or shall I use... Uh... We, we can do both. Yeah. Do each side if you like. Should we do a flap each? <laughs> <laughs> You take the left flap, I'll take this one. Best offer I've had. <laughs> Ready? On three. One, two, roll. Three. <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm not gonna make you roll for this. You, you <laughs> open up you open up the flap and you have a look inside. There's nothing that jumps out at you. No manticore. Oh. There is no manticore, no, 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 no savage beast that comes from the depths. No. Um instead this looks like a much a much worse horror. This, for all intents and purposes, looks to be accounting. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Gary's from. <laughs> I was Jeff. No, nah, this Jeff. is uh, this does appear to be a sort of uh, record keeper's tent, whereas the uh, one over here. That's giant for a record wow. keeper's. Had a lot of money. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it seems to be this one was for the actual commanders. There was like a living quarters in there and war room kind of set up. This one, on the other hand, seems to be much more about, yeah, administrative stuff. There's papers everywhere. There's one or two maps. Back office, basically. Just books and stuff uh, on the few tables that have been set up. Is there any drawers where someone's hidden their snacks? Away from all of their colleagues. <laughs> you can make me an investigation. Find a Mars bar. Okay. <laughs> snacks and goodies drawer. Was that eleven? Uh, if it's accounting, maybe they maybe their gold chest is there. <laughs> this is true, but you know, like everybody has a you know a snacks yeah. that they don't want their workmates having <laughs> as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so investigation, did you say? So that's one. So uh, twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as you're having a look around, you find a couple of things of interest. There is, in fact, a drawer in which somebody has squirreled something away does seem to just be sort of like a pouch of about 25 gold pieces however there doesn't appear to be any kind of like repository of uh, gold or anything this seems to kind of like corroborate perhaps this idea that maybe they had escaped with maybe some gold maybe some valuables but they couldn't take everything mm. and, the, and the lack of food as well and the lack of food as mm. well yeah and hard drugs Mm. And party fruits. there are like, <laughs> like two. There are two mini kegs of um, beer in one of the tents. I can't remember which one. I think it was this one over no, here. That's true. Yeah, Zibi. Zibi knows. Zibi knows which one. Yeah. As, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also find a, a couple of books. One in particular um, seems to be a registry. And having a flick through, you discover that the priest in charge at the camp was in fact called. Oh, what was Gary. the name I gave him? Damn it. No, it wasn't Harry. Harry I had a name Vimes. for him. It was no, Vimes. It wasn't Vimes. It was Nobby uh, Nobs. <laughs> Nobby Nobs? <laughs> no. Sergeant Colon. CMOT Dibbler. <laughs> it was Tia Taime. Just not. Stop naming Terry Pratchett names. He <laughs> <laughs> was a librarian. Captain yeah. Carrot. <laughs> Harquin. That was it. <laughs> Harquin. You also find. Um, a missive that seems to refer to the temple that you are currently in the shadow of. From having a glance through the missives and sort of reports that have been made, 
you understand that their main goal in being in this campsite is still the eradication of the undead. The temple itself is more of a curiosity for them, because despite its age, the traps inside the temple do seem to be fully functional. Ooh, so very Indiana Jonesy. Well, it doesn't, you know, hold a particular value for the Order of the Gauntlet. You know, their their main mission is taking out the undead. It is kind of it's something of a curiosity amongst the men. That is about everything of uh, of note within there. If you particularly want to take the pieces of paper, you can do, but you probably won't be able to find anything more interesting from them. Um, I'm going to take them anyway, and also I'm going to shout out to Annette. I say, Annette, there's some paperwork in here. Um, it's it's a, a lot of things about the temple, and uh, the the man who, who we found who died. Um, his name. Do you want to have a look? You seem quite booky and and, and, okay. and <laughs> good at reading and and translating. Inet takes them. Okay, I, I can have a flick through them. Um, in terms of translating, I mean everything's written in common, yeah. so there isn't much to translate. Is there anything else that she may see in the um, in the tent, in the sense of anything that she would be able to read or tra- you know any symbols or anything she might know? Not really. No, you know you could bring her in and have a have a have a look around, but no, I just I've just rolled for her. And no, there's there's not there's nothing else nothing that she else. would um, okay. she would find. She has a glance over the papers, but quickly assesses that to be honest at the moment the most they're useful for is you know is kindling for the fire but the rest of the um that particular tent does it seem warm dry and safe it does um it doesn't seem like anyone made a last stand in that tent so it hasn't been attacked as far as you can tell well i i think that we we should all sleep in this tent together tonight but i think um if people stay watch I think this this t- tent might be safer. Well, if there's any sort of chairs or camp beds or anything like that in Comforts. this one, yeah, just uh, yeah. Shift, them, shift them across to this one, and then mm-hmm. there would definitely be one or two. And if I um, go into this one, um, mm-hmm. is there anything else around? Well, we didn't investigate this one really because Andrew went in and went. Ah, Make me an investigation roll. Thank you. Thirteen. 13. Okie dokes. You find... A 500 gold piece of diamond. Um... <laughs> no. You do find another pouch that looks to be sort of a personal purse of some kind uh, that has another 20 gold pieces in it. Ooh, lucky you. So the first one, the one we found earlier, that was 20, uh, 25, wasn't it? That was 25, yes. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, but I'm assuming there's no rations, no more salve. Like no, I'm afraid not. If food was kept in this, it was like a meal for the commander, and it yeah. probably wouldn't have lasted long enough. Certainly, even if it had lasted, wouldn't make enough to make a ration, I'm afraid. Yeah, mm. fair enough. So, yeah, with that, I think we'll do a little bit of time skipping now, because you guys have pretty much interacted with everything apart from the temple now. And wait for Rana to come back out of the woods as well. Aye. I would say if you guys are sort <laughs> of getting yourselves together and getting ready to have um, to have the, I don't know, are you all having the burial? Is Andrew and Zibi just doing that together up on the up on the hill on their own? What's, what's, uh, what's I, really... I thought it might be nice to give them, like, we could sort of, like, you know, have a minute silence, whatever, by the fire, but I think it'd be nice to give them a bit of space to, to do their thing. Unless they ask us to be there. Uh, just before I move back up to here, like I, uh, like I pretended to do, um, where <laughs> uh, Andrew and I are burying the chap over here, um, mm-hmm. Zibby's going to take a swig of his uh, old goat's tooth whiskey, um, off the right. to uh, 
Undril, uh, so she can take a swig and then pour mm-hmm. a swig onto the grave. Yeah, pour one out. Oh. For Harquin. Mm-hmm. Pouring one out. Absolutely. Oh, one for Harquin. In the far background, despite the fact there is no sign of a storm approaching, you hear the slight rumble of thunder. <laughs> At this point, I'm going to say, Rana, you come back into the camp. You see, Rana, probably by this point, it has been long enough that, Rana, you've probably morphed back into a human form, I think. Yep. So I think it's probably been about about an hour since you changed. Okay. Oddly, because of the shape-shifting weirdness, you actually come back at full health, despite the damage you took earlier. In case anyone isn't aware, just to quickly explain how it works, with shape-shifting, when you shape-shift, all of the hit points of whatever you shape-shift into essentially become temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. Um, So essentially you get an additional health bar on top of your health bar, and then Mm. if, say, I turn into a tiger and something kills me in one hit as a tiger... Any excess damage will spill over into your human health bar. That's why things like polymorphing the enemy into an ant isn't supposed to work, because that's not how the polymorph spell works. Yeah, it's it's temporary ablative HP. Okay, so I'll um, I'll drag my um, little piglet thing back to the fire. I'm going to motion to the group. Um, I'm going to say, um, uh, I have news, um, important news. Um, quick, come, come. I'll motion for everyone to sort of gather around to listen to me. And I'll say, um, yes. uh, smelled Atari goblins in the bushes on the edge of camp. Did not see them, but scent was fresh. They are not far from here. We should be careful in the night. That's all we bloody need. Well, I don't mind. Zibi, Andrew, did you guys come down to join Rana when he when he made this proclamation, or are you up, up by the can still? Uh, yeah. Okay, thanks. Cool. Is there any other reactions that you guys are going to have to this, or do you just want to go straight into the night cycle, so to speak? I think rather than sleeping by the fire, I think would it potentially not be better to sleep? Well, people are going to go in the tent. No, that's even worse. If we sleep in the middle of, if we're in the tent, we can't see anyone if you're, if you're in a tent it, it's hard to due to all the line of sight and stuff it's easy to sneak through a camp of lots of tents and stab people in, yeah. in their sleep so i think yeah. if we're going to be defensive about it we should probably camp um in the entrance way of the tunnel i think because then they can only come up the steps we have just built a fire though i've thought of this Are as we well. not get yeah told? it doesn't matter but that yeah but that May will be that'll be useful for us to cook. Actually, you can but... take a steak each as well. Like you can take a long stick with fire on and last. To be, to be fair, there's 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 loads of smashed wood around, and we've got a fire. We, we can always just pile wood up in yeah. between the, the statue's feet. But do we know what's, can sleep. what's in either end of the? We don't know what's past the legs. But I suppose it's only two ways, isn't it? There's in and out. There's not like left and right and up and down. You know, there's only. We, you got the legs either side, then you got the entrance, and then you got, I'm guessing, the exit. Um, basically, I'm not entirely sure. There's a doorway right at the end of that tunnel. I don't know what it is, though. I mean, I think we'd have to have a guard watching the tunnel to make sure nothing creeps out in the night and eats us. Yeah. But you can have one guard watching one guard watching the back door and one guard and the front door watching out, yeah. and then everyone else can sleep in between. And that, okay. I think that would yeah. be the safest way to do good. it. We can always move the fire. There's, there's wooden things everywhere. Did, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did, uh, Greg, did the 
the legs, do they look like they have a, a kind of roof? Do you or mean are they a porch? Of, <laughs> yeah, are they, you know, like, is it a tunnel or is it just, you know, legs akimbo? It's really more his legs are akimbo, <laughs> I think. So this area, this area here, these two, these yeah. two squares um, yeah. are open to the heavens. This one here is inside. If that makes sense. That's under a roof. Okay. There isn't a lot of space in there because bear in mind this is the the tunnel is quite narrow. It's only there's only room for two of you to stand in there. Yeah. So two shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if we have one person awake at the basically at the toes facing out, and one person in the tunnel facing in, uh, um, that both staying awake, and then people in between them. So how long is the tunnel? We said like it could be two people wide. But how long is that? Looking down the corridor, what Percival could see was a series of very large steps. The corridor continues from the entrance to, for about 20 feet, and then it stops in just a wall that was a little bit taller than him. Not necessarily unclimbable, but certainly large enough to be annoying and also to obscure what's actually on the next tier, if yeah. that makes sense. And you can see there's another one behind that, and then right at the top you can see like the upper beam, say, of the of the door at the back. Okay, well in that case, I think we should climb up those, if we can, um, on uh, to check both of those tiers to make sure they're safe. If they are safe, then basically people can sleep on the first step and the second, you know, it's in the first big step and then the second big step. Um, and the people that stay awake will be right at the bottom and right at the top. Because then we know that they, that, you know, then we know they're secured. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're just going to have to check in there. Because we don't know if there's anything. Head, do you, so. Yeah, we've no idea what there is in there. So, I don't think our evening is totally over. Yeah, anybody that hasn't got dark vision, get um, light a torch or whatever from the fire and, and all go together. Okay, at this point I'm saying night is falling, so I'm going to change the light settings for this page. Join in! Because uh, <laughs> that seems to be, that's you guys are you guys are going into darkness. And... Is it sad that I'm slightly excited? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> that's cool. How is this working? Are you guys, are you lighting a fire? Are you... Well, you've already um, lit a fire. If the fire would have been lit because we've been talking about that for a while. Okay. So because it is dark, um, you and uh, you and Rana, you are both giving yourself light sources. That's correct, yeah? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's correct. So my question is, what what are you picking up? Are you picking up a burning torch from the fire? Are you casting light on something? I'm going to cast light on my shield. Okay, dogs. So how much light does that give you? Uh, something like 20 foot and then 20 foot bright and 20 foot dim, I think. It's quite a lot, isn't it? Um... I'll pick up a burning brand from the fire mm -hmm. and then I will use my control flames cantrip to double the amount of light it offers. Okay. Bright light, yeah, bright light 20 foot and a dim light for another 20 foot. I'll, I'll also double the amount of light that um, uh, Zibby's torch gives as well. Isn't your spell something that affects flame? Or does it just affects light? Ah, you're right. No, that's correct. Only affects flame. Okay, so just mine. And so, yeah. In, in that case, we, we probably have discussed this. So, um, yeah, I'll take a, I'll, I'll take a torch. Um, we'd, we'd, uh, so if you can affect my torch as well. I'll make my torch brighter and I'll make the flame look like a leaping tiger. <laughs> can you, is it just the one torch you can do then? No. Um, 
it's a it's a cantrip, so it simply says. Um, it's, uh, duration instantaneous. You choose a non-magical flame that you can see within range that fits within a five-foot cube. You affect it um, in... Uh, oh, I can only affect it in one of the following ways. I can either make it brighter or I can make it look like a tiger. Basically, I can make the flame expand <laughs> five feet in any direction. I can double or halve the brightness. Um, I can extinguish all the flames within a cube or I can make mm-hmm. simple shapes appear or I can make it change colour. Um, it also says if you cast this spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at any time, and you can dismiss such an effect as an action. So I can it's I could have three spell. torches, all of which are double brightness or multicolored or some combination of the above. Okay, right. You guys are going into the temple. Um, I need a marching order. Who is going? Who is going in front? Um, and May I suggest somebody has got decent vision going at the front and back, and then? Well, I'm going in. Might just start walking over. Okay. <laughs> I would like you guys. Can you guys? Can you guys line yourselves up from this this set of squares going backwards towards the steps? Can you line up where you want your characters to go? If um, Percy's going first, I'll go second. I think Annette should go third. Next should go she, third, right? Yep. She's, you know, she's more helpful. Oh, again, because this is because this is because um, this is uh, too wide. You know, people could obviously go next to each other, or do you guys want to go single file? I will go either second to last or last because I've got. I'll go there for a minute because I've got um, dark vision. Should I go in front with my big shiny torch? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're very very easy to just kind of squish. So. Stay towards the back. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if I want to stay somewhere sort of the middle then that way he's going to be able to help the ones in the middle see better. <laughs> you see Percival's arm just shoot out and just slowly push Rana backwards. <laughs> I, I can, in theory, like, you know, turn into a spider and then just run along the ceiling. So, um, But then if you do that, because we haven't had a long rest, if there's any big bad guys to fight, you might better wait and we, see what we haven't, bad guys. Well, we haven't fought you've anything got the yet. Extra, I think the only the only spells that have happened so far has been what, Rana, cast light and yeah. wild shape. Wild shape's got a yeah. spell. I've cast and one wild, wild shape. shape. I have I have one more charge of wild shape left yeah. until we have a short rest. When I get it, can I get? Oh, I forgot. Back? I've got key points now as well, haven't I? Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about uh, what about Undral? Does Undral want to go out in front, in the middle, in the back? What's what are you wanting to do with that? Is it worth her going in front of Rana because Rana's blind? Possibly, yeah. Although he has got a big shiny torch at the moment, hasn't he? He's got a big shiny thing. I've got the torch. Just as a by the by, Undral is the least squishy of all of you. So if you stick at the front, well, no, if you if you help me with the back, because it's only me at the back now, uh, and there's Percy and, and uh, Undral at the front, that yep. way we can help each other. There you go. There's the one if yeah, we can have a gap there. like that. The ceiling here is 23 feet high, draped with cobwebs, and the stone-tiled floor is covered with a thick layer of mud, creepers, and blown-in leaves. What do you guys want to do? Well, it doesn't look like there's anything that's disturbed the area. You say the ceiling's 20 feet high. Yeah, is there any footprints, anything odd around? Well, from last time, the cobwebs were starting to be reformed across the, Um, um, the entrance. 
so from where we've how high is the first step up that we need to uh, looking across to the first step, um, this step appears to be seven feet high. Okay, so that's doable. I, I'm going to see if I can... God, <laughs> with my amazing perceptions go, uh, I'm going to see if there are any kind of traps or anything like that. Check for traps. Yep, so roll for a perception or investigation. Cool. Ooh. It's actually a 19. Amazing. <laughs> uh, so, were you using perception or investigation? I was there? investigating. Investigating. My, my perception is weak. Thank you, Dex. Oh, I actually need you to make that with disadvantage. Oh, you beast! My my apologies. Sorry. That's all right. Oh well, there we go. That's a more of a me roll. Eight. Looks, <laughs> looks like a. Perfectly normal corridor to you. Now, why with disadvantage? Is it because it's dark? Is it? It's not my place to explain why I'm doing things. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you are, but oh god, I understand. Uh, so that was that was Percival. Yeah. You were having you were having a look. Is anybody else? Well, Percival being in the lead. Is there anything else you want to do, Percival? Um, I I kind of we don't know what you've seen either. You no, exactly. I tilt seen. my head head round and say. I don't see any traps, um, and uh, nothing else really. Um, mm-hmm. So I just uh, take a couple of steps forward. Okay. Immediately oh. crushed by a giant rock. <laughs> As you step across, you hear the leaves crackle underfoot. But nothing seems to happen. Andrew <laughs> is going to follow after you, I'm assuming. Uh, is she going to look in front of her on the um, where she's about to step and things like that? Is, she, <laughs> is there anything no. that she recognizes? Well, Percival, Percival's role for perception. It's already been made with disadvantage. Yeah. But as far as you guys can tell, there's Percy nothing. There's nothing it, there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything that looks familiar to Andrew though, that um, she may have seen um, in other temples for of Torm? Once again, Andrew says no. She hasn't seen something like this before. Okay. Inet, on the other hand, does tell you that you know certain temples were set up throughout Chult. Again, she sort of reminds you that Chult used to have an empire that spanned the whole length of the peninsula, but in recent times, these places have you know been long abandoned. So. The fact that the administrative notes sort of suggested that the traps within here were active seems a little bit at odds with the fact that nothing seems to be here. Yet. Yet. Um, do the administrative notes say anything about where the traps are, exactly what they are, or it just says that they're working? It did not. Very unhelpfully, it didn't tell you what was uh, what was actually in the tomb. It just says that there were traps and that they seem to still be working. Okay. Bloody accountants. So, and we've only done one fine trap, uh, check for traps thing, and he fucked it. Yep, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say, with Percival moving forward, unless any of you have any reservations, you all move up the same number of spaces with him. Yep. Okay. okay. Yep. <laughs> so you move up two spaces. It's not my fault, it was a disadvantage. Um, despite the odd cobweb that might get in your hair, the temple doesn't seem to have any particular reaction to you moving up. As Undral moves forward, there's a slight ever so slight creak 
<laughs> You're not entirely sure if that's from a uh, creeper on the floor that she steps on or from something more sinister. What direction did the creek come from? Beneath Undril. And uh, who heard the creek? All of us. Probably Percy and Zibby. Those of you further back actually probably didn't hear it, but okay. Zibby and Percival probably <laughs> would have done. Undril herself would have done as well. She, it's that sort of thing. It's like, it's like the snapping of a twig. It's a noise, and she stops, but nothing <laughs> happens. Okay. Uh, don't move. Don't move, lads. I've got a plan. <laughs> uh, ideas? Anyone? I mean, the trouble is, you've already looked for traps and you didn't find anything, so... No, I know. Um... You're taking another step forward. Um... <laughs> you're in the lead. You're, you're the, you know... <laughs> You're Percival Silverlight. You've done this before. <laughs> I'm sure you've written a book about this. Is it my turn? Everyone's moved up, haven't they? Uh... To clarify how I'm how I'm viewing this, um, because of the because of the narrowness of it, I asked for an up marching order because the order you guys are walking down this in is important to what happens. So effectively, you guys are all kind of moving as one. Yeah. So Percival, you are moving first, and yeah, things know. might happen. They might not be triggered by you. They might be triggered by somebody else. When Percival moves, the rest of you guys can say whether you're going to follow him or stay where you are. It's up to you. But Percival's making the initial move. I, I would so like to. Speak. to um, I would like to kind of start stealthily moving forwards. Because as far as I there, I thought you were going to say, "I'd like to reconsider where I am." <laughs> <laughs> we re rewind back to Portney and Zoro, please. So you are gonna you're gonna take a step forward. Stealthily run away. <laughs> Brave Sir Robin. Pushing everybody out of the way. Yeah. The same thing. <laughs> uh Zibby okay. will um carefully step behind him. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you step forward, Zibby. Okay. There is a groan. The weight is too much, and with a lurch. You feel the floor <laughs> opening totally up. Fat. No, this is you and Andrew when you're both the heaviest. <laughs> the floor opens up and you fall 20 feet down into a pit trap, oh. uh, which I will reveal just now. Uh, you have fallen 20 feet, which means that you take... Do, do I not get a saving throw against this? Uh, no, apparently, according to the text, you do not. If I if I change if I turn around, I can't see the pit trap, so it's not there. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> uh, it says one d six bludgeoning damage for every ten feet it fell. Okay. So it's only twenty foot. So on a plus side, it it does it maxes out at twenty d six. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, yeah, it says the creature lands prone, <laughs> unless it somehow avoids taking damage. You guys take nine damage from the oh fall. Oh my goodness! Yep. Oh, oh, okay. Um, can I can I make a response action to this when it's my turn? Can I get my rope out of my backpack 
Is it just Zibby that's fallen, or is it Zibby and Undril? Is it just Zibby? So, no, it is Zibby, Percival, and Undril have fallen into the pit trap, so you all take that nine damage. Is there um, anything in the trap, or is it just uh, inside the pit? Nope. Nope, it is just a hole with a a trap door on on top of it. Could be filled with scorpions. Could have been worse. Or spikes. Could have been a lot worse. Um, And it doesn't actually bar the way either, as you guys in the pit can't actually see because you're probably, you know, nursing your pride at the minute. Siliqui and Rana, you can see that around the edges there is still a ledge. Um, It's quite a small ledge, um, but it would still be possible to kind of shimmy around the pit. Okay. Okay. So, um, I... Percival, look out! (laughs) (laughs) Timing impeccable, Silicon. <laughs> I'm right back here. I couldn't see. I will. I will get out my rope, which is fifty mm-hmm. foot long. Yep. And it's twenty feet down into the pit, and twenty it feet is, to yes. the big toe. So I will mm-hmm. tie one end around the big toe, and then I will throw the other end down into the pit. Perfect. Um. Can I get athletics checks from each of you? It's going to be fairly easy athletics checks, but uh, from Zibby... You fall in and die. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just leave you for dead. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Uh, 14. Uh, You can can make them with advantage, by the way, um, uh, which which I I will need to do. You guys do perfectly. You are all able to hop on back out, um, and you will probably be rearranged like this now. Is everyone okay? Uh, yeah, marvellous. Uh, bloody marvellous, last. <laughs> that went well. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming I can. You can sort of push past people. Can oh, you? Yeah. To move, you can move through them. Yeah, you can move through them. If you want to rearrange yourselves now, you can do. Okay. You can move so, through friendly squares. So. And you can shimmy across this bit. Yeah. I'm going to take the rope that's still tied to the mm-hmm. big toe, and yeah. I'm going to kind of. Leaning ag- like pulling against it, so I can I can kind of lean backwards for balance. I'm going to use it to help me balance and holding the rope because the rope's right. 50 feet long and it was 20 feet down into the pit, which means the rope should just about get to the other side of the pit. So what I'm going to do right. is I'm going to okay. try and edge around the pit holding the rope, and then I can try and ho- lean backwards to brace the rope, so then people can use that to try and shimmy across. So they've got a handhold when they're shimmying to help them balance. Right, okay. I need you to make me a dexterity acrobatics check, please. Uh, to get across the to get across the ledge. Acrobatics. Yep. That is uh, 14. Okay, yep. Yeah, you make it across the ledge just fine. And you make it to the other side. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, as once you get to the other side you hear a little click as a pressure pad <laughs> drops. And I need you, yes, to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh! Oh! What did you say about Rana being squidgy? Tempted, <laughs> tempted to use my inspiration. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yeah. I mean, by all means, this is, I haven't told you what would happen yet. Oh, I'm going to use my inspiration because an ominous click in a... This is Raiders of Lost Ark. I'm yeah. going to lose my head, aren't I? So I'll use my inspiration, oh, and I'll yeah. get like a, a a twenty. Okay. Yep. Right. Yay, so much better. <gasps> I'll, I'll, I'll untick my inspiration. I don't have inspiration <laughs> anymore. So you make it across. Your joy 
almost immediately turns to horror as you feel that click underfoot of a pressure pad. And you take... Uh, bear with me. Oh. I've just got to pick up dice. <laughs> uh, I need one more. Oh, Jesus, how many dice? Oh, God. <laughs> too, too many. That sounded like a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> and you got 20, dude. Yeah. Okay, so you take six slashing damage as a blade swings out from the walls and just sort of passes through the space. You manage to miss the brunt of it, but it catches you on the shoulders as it goes past. You're able to keep your ground. You sort of take your foot off the area where there was a pressure pad, and as the blade goes into the other side of the wall, uh, you hear a soft click as it seems to fasten back into position again. Okay. So, is, is the pressure plate... Can I see the pressure plate? Like, um, can I see its dimensions? So this area is fairly obscured by things like creepers still. Um, I'm going to need another investigation from you to uh, to find it. Investigation? And this is going to be... Yeah, investigation, and it's going to be... Yeah. <laughs> with, well, investigation or perception, but it has to be with disadvantage, I'm afraid. Um, I'll do perception. Uh, that is probably not going to be enough. Oh, wait, it's ten. Ten. Um... No, I'm afraid it's not going to be enough to actually identify. I mean, you know the general area, because as I say, you're standing in the general area where there was a pressure plate. Um, But yeah, it's hard to tell much more beyond that. Um, With the 10, you can, however, see the slots in the walls, um, and you can see two slots now that you know what you're looking for. Okay. Um... So you can tell now that there are two blade traps um, on the other side of this pit. Okay. Can I take one of my javelins and mm-hmm. jam it into the slot as hard as I physically can? Uh, yes, you absolutely can do that. In an attempt to disable the trap. Can you give me a strength check, please? 14. That'll do it. Yep. The javelin goes in. Sort of, you feel the tightness as it goes in, and you can sort of tell. You can sort of tell from the spacing that it's jammed, not by just, you know, having been jammed into the into the socket, but you've actually, you've jammed both your blade and the swinging blade um, into place there. Um, I'm going to reduce my ammo of javelin permanently down to two, because that is a non-retrievable javelin. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you can try on the way out, I suppose. But... Um, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> my shoulder begs to differ. Um... <laughs> uh, um uh, you guys would see this this whole thing, by the way. Is there any reaction you guys want to want to have to this? Yeah, I'd start clapping. Woo! <laughs> Good. In there, breaks out the pom poms. Um, well, on the basis that it would appear that at least where I'm standing, that at least one of the blades has been disabled. Um, mm-hmm. and assumption I'm I'm still holding the rope. Um, yep. I will. <laughs> I will take a step backwards <laughs> and embrace and call for people to start crossing over. One person, one person, correction, to cross okay. over. Okay, hold on, hold on a second. You took a step back. Yeah. Oh, God. 